Hey everyone, and thanks for finding Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Saeed. And join us as we talk about anime, manga, video games, and pretty much everything in between. And no matter what the episode's content, we promise that you'll have a good time hanging out with us. Without further ado, here we go. Hello everyone and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the second episode of Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast in this glorious year of 2021. Fingers crossed it stays that way. My name is Wes and I'm joined by my co-host Demetrius. Yo. And Saeed. Yo. Yo. Boom shakalaka. Happy New Year again. Happy New Year again. Uh, Yo, we're just going to keep saying Happy New Year because, you know. All the month of January is Happy New Year. Um, thank you to everybody that listened to our Chainsaw Man episode last week. You know, we all recently just marathoned right through that series. Love that series. Love talking about that series. Future rules, all that stuff. You heard the intro last week. Uh, but this week, we will be pivoting to another thing that I guess you could say we all have a love-hate relationship with. Uh, at some points, we love to hate on this type of thing, and it oh, is true. live. A- it, it's live action adaptations of anime series. There are many out there, right? Um, we might reference some later. The fabled, the immaculate, Roroni Kenshin trilogy. Um, the Oscar award-winning Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, Emmy! <laughs> it got a it got an Emmy, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, that Dragon Ball Evolution can end up getting its own whole episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, we point. have to. We have in, to. In uh, fact, dumpster dive that one. In fact, I would go as far to say that similar to how last week's Chainsaw Man episode was technically part two in our mangaka feature, and similar to how we have Bebop Banter as a series going on, this live action review series or episode will probably end up becoming its own mini series that we pull out every once every once in a while so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. look forward to that um because there are a lot of very very good movies out there and then a lot of very very not so good movies and for this first episode i think it's safe to say that we have a mix of all of them so pretty much what we did and comment below if you've seen these movies and what your thoughts on these movies are is we went on netflix and we picked three very readily available adaptations. That At least in the U.S., right? It, yeah, at least in the U.S. I'm not sure how available they are in other countries. Um, but for, for our U.S. listeners out there, um, three readily available ones to watch on Netflix. And what we're going to do is we're going to kind of break them down, talk about what we thought about the movie, like the aspects of the movies, production values, actors, storylines, changes, that type of stuff. And, you know, compare them a little bit to the source material. Um, And, yeah, you know, just kind of inform people, hopefully hear back from people's opinions on them. And you might be surprised, like we were, about some of the stuff we think about it. So without further ado, the three that we selected and the order that we will be talking about them in 
are the Bleach live action movie, the Full Metal yay. Alchemist live action movie. Eh. <laughs> he said yay and then eh. And um, uh, a little movie called uh, Death Note. Boo! But as- <laughs> Asterisk with the one. Death Note. Yes, yes. Like Saeed said, uh, the, the caveat to us watching Death Note is we watched the English one. Because mm-hmm. there are there are two Japanese movies, and I think maybe like a TV drama or something. There there's a few live action Japanese adaptations out there um, that I saw some of a while ago, and that are actually like pretty accurate. But we might dive deeper into in a future episode. For the sake of this episode, we picked the Netflix adaptation. Um, you'll hear what we think about it, but you can probably guess, especially if you've seen it. Uh, but you know, for those that haven't, we'll we'll leave it in a little suspense. So, we're gonna start off strong, and this isn't even a joke, because before we even start, guys, what what series have we not really talked that highly about before? Bro, we especially beat the out of crap the big out of Bleach. Yeah, yeah, we, we safe to say we love to hate on Bleach sometimes. Um, caveat again, I like using that word caveat. That's I'm I've been trying to you know, expand my vocabulary a little bit, my linguistic skills here. Um, ooh, oh. Um, ooh, Grant Expensive Fish. Taste. Fish. Fisher. Grand mm. Fisher. Hello. Ah. ah uh, but we do like to hate on Bleach a little bit. Um, caveat to that little little star. I guess caveat might not be the right word, but little asterisk to that is that we love the beginning of Bleach. We think it's one, some of the best shown hey. out there. Asterisk 100%. is actually one of the openings to Bleach. Hey. You see it. You see it. Um, Beginning to Bleach is one of the best shown in openings, especially up until that Soul Society arc or through that Soul Society arc. And even the, the twist, we've talked about it before. Listen to our Bleach episode, even though we hate on a little bit after that. Um, But I'm, I'm happy to say, and I'll throw the ball to you guys, that this movie took... And I think we're all in agreement, so I'll say us. I'll, I'll use this as a, as a whole statement. It took what we loved about the opening part of Bleach, and even though it had to twist a little bit at the end to get it to fit into a movie, it is a very successful adaptation of what is probably our favorite part of the series. So I'll throw it to you guys on, uh, on that note. Oh, yeah. Oh, spoilers ahead as well. Spoilers ahead. Oh, yeah, big spoilers. Uh, this adaptation was easily the best of the three. Easily. Mm-hmm. Um, the casting was great. The music. Did you guys hear the music in this yeah, thing? Yeah, the music. Yeah, th- it hit. I, heard, I saw what they did. They kind of made it try to sound like the anime stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It was great. Which was an uh, excellent part of the anime, so. Oh, yeah. That's, like, the probably the best part besides some of the fights. Yep. Um... The CG was actually really good. I've seen some Japanese CG that's kind of like, eh. But this was solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the fights? Bro, these fights? And we'll come back, I'm sure, to talk about Roni Kenshin, because I'll probably have to rewatch that one. But the fights? Japanese live action knows how to do sword fights really well. Uh, the choreography even the, was... Whew. Yeah, the choreography. Like, the realistic slash anime um, aspects were both like tied well together mm-hmm. and then it, it had I don't know how you guys feel because we have to talk about the other two movies but the emotional 
aspects of it like were were really well done like the writing yeah i was agree yeah well mm-hmm. done i cared about the characters on screen yeah. yeah as you'll hear later on especially from me in something like full metal alchemist and especially death note a lot of the emotional stuff just felt detached but bleach did an actual like solid job good with job it. Do you know what's weird i might have felt more for the adaptation rukia in that situation than the anime one <laughs> that's true i feel it's the weird, same way right mm-hmm. yeah i could see it it, it is it, it is it is weird but yeah because one know. of the things they i always a had job. a had a complaint about bleach as in the anime or manga uh the emotional weight for me personally in the in the story wasn't that much but for some reason when I was watching the movie, I felt it. I don't know why. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Hey, there was a, there was a couple of parts mm-hmm. where I like welled up a little bit. I was like, "Why yeah. am I? Are you serious? Yeah. Bleach mm-hmm. is doing this to me." And for the people out there that haven't seen the movie, or uh, for those that have that need a refresher, this pretty much covers the the first like part of Bleach where Ichigo gets his Soul Reaper powers from Rukia. And then it abridges towards the end and makes it so that the Soul Society, like, Rescue Rukia arc doesn't really happen. Mm-hmm. But they do it They do it in a way that kind of makes sense. So the breakdown of the movie is essentially what you would expect from Bleach. Um, Ichigo Kurosaki, he meets Rukia, hollow attacks, he gets his powers. Um, Renji, or not Renji, um... Uryu does the whole, Uryu Ishida does the whole, like, challenge the, to hunt. The bait. Yeah. Throws out his bait. Uh, mm-hmm. Challenge to hunt the different, what's it called, hollows. Renji shows up. Uh, Byakuya shows up eventually. And then instead of, like, it's it's what you'd expect from beginning Bleach in a good way. But then instead of them seeing Rukia and being like, you gave your powers to Ichigo, this isn't allowed we're going to take you to Soul Society and execute you, right? The way that the anime and manga does it. Mm-hmm. Um, they pretty much take Rukia and they're like, okay, you can either take the Reiatsu that you gave out of Ichigo and have him be a normal dude again and we're square. Or, and I watched this how many, like last week, so correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, or we'll execute you or whatever. Well, yeah, so, well, you're 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 right, but uh, I think the caveat was that um, if she took away the power forcefully yeah. from Ichigo, he would die. It would kill yeah. him. Yeah, he he would die because he didn't have enough Reiatsu like built up to be able to survive, which yeah. then flows into mm-hmm. there's this big hollow Grand Fisher that is a pretty much a staple in the series, and they did which disappeared. Bring in the fact. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he disappear from the anime like altogether? The the main story. Well, no, they had um, Ichigo's dad killed him in the anime, like oh, later oh. on when Ichigo's okay, dad, spoiler that. alert, is a soul reaper. Yeah, they had him like have an encounter and kill because Grand Fisher was the hollow that killed Ichigo's mom, and Ichigo is pretty much like, if I can kill this hollow in the in the live action movie, he's like, if I can kill this hollow, I'll get enough Reiatsu to be able to extract it and survive and then Rukia can be good whatever uh, he basically so, said if I can kill this hollow you'll pardon Rukia is what he said 
Mm-hmm. That yeah, it mm-hmm. eventually evolved into that yeah. So that's the kind of change they made to the end, but it felt like for being a contained movie, and I'll I I think we're gonna hit on this in the Full Metal Alchemist movie because that didn't feel like Demetrius. I think you said they were trying to set up a sequel, and there's a lot of stuff you can see in that that they're definitely they are trying to if oh, they yeah. didn't get like the okay mm-hmm. to do it. But this change in the Bleach movie made it feel more like self-contained, complete type of movie, mm-hmm. right? And I'm okay yeah. with live actions taking liberties, whether mm-hmm. it be yeah. like anime live actions or live actions of books or whatever. But I'm okay with them changing up stuff as long as it help or makes the movie make sense. Yeah. Creative liberty is good as long as it's not overwhelmingly like detrimental right right and I, in this I, case like i don't think it was oh me personally uh i don't i'm not like a sticker for a one-for-one adaptation of the source material or that, or that type of thing as long as it it makes sense or it's okay like narratively yeah mm-hmm. um i mean look at lord of the rings the lord of the rings movies not anime related but they're very different from the books right but the mm-hmm. creative liberties let them be like in in the respectful not taking away from the tone and message and everything of the movies makes right. it be it's it stands on its own and i think the way that bleach did it it definitely let it stand on its home on right, its own. also chad point. chad was just a was actually chad was chad. an actual chad giga giga chad yeah he was a giga chad he wasn't he wasn't mexican unfortunately unfortunately not so you know what um i think you know what we got to say in honor of our boy Chad, though. Um, abuelo. Bringing abuelo. it back. Abuelo. Abuelo. Um, but yeah, so the Bleach movie, I mean, at least for me, I don't think we might not be done talking about it right now, but I actually like really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd give I, it a yeah, solid 8 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I was mm. like, it's an 8.5-9 for me, actually. Yeah. It's really good. I, I Yo, know Saeed, I like, your I like, dad watched it. Yeah, my my parent. I, I walked into my parents' room once, and they were just watching it. I was like, "What's going?" I I had no idea why, but I was like, "Okay." But they were, uh, they were in was, it before you knew. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, I like it more than a lot of the Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa, that's a big hot take. Is but it? That's though? actually not. That's actually. It's not, not a hot take though. That's not. Most There's some of the more movies, movies than our real quick on the on the Marvel movies side. Real quick, um, I did in my personal life uh, get called out by some friends that listen to the podcast for saying that Captain America: The First Avenger was a bad movie. <laughs> they called me out for saying that it was a bad movie, and you know what? I'm going to take the moment right now to say it's not a bad movie, but it's not my favorite. Of the oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna double down. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. No, no, no. In terms of all the Marvel movies, Personal, I don't my think favorite it's the trilogy best. in Marvel is actually Captain America trilogy. Yeah, the yeah, trilogy Civil, Civil is excellent. War was dope. But yeah. that first one, I'm sorry, the second one, Winter Soldier was dope. Winter Soldier was very cool, uh, but the first one, not my favorite. Anyways, continue on Bleach. Continue on Bleach. I wanted to take that moment, put it oh, out I there. I don't say, think the first yeah, Captain just... America is bad, but. Yeah, I was just going to say, I liked it more than most of the Marvel... I don't want to say most, like, half of the Marvel movies I've seen. Uh, it's better than those. 
I'm talking about like the Thor twos, the Thor threes, the Iron Man twos, the Iron Man. 3s. Hey, whoa! I like I like whoa, Thor three. Ragnarok. I like chill, Ragnarok. Chill out, oh no, 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 no not Thor three, not Thor three, Thor two. This dark side oh, of the world or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I actually, yeah. I actually never saw Thor two. Neither did I. Wait, yes, I did. Oh. I fell asleep though. Yeah, video. I was about to say, yo, how are you gonna say it's better? <laughs> no, no. It made me fall asleep. That's what I meant. I never got to like finish it, finish it. Yo, Captain Marvel made me fall asleep. Oh, boo! That was a terrible one. We're derailing. We're Saiyan, derailing. Though. We're derailing. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Getting. Hey. Getting hey, back the fun to of the this. topic. Getting. Getting mm-hmm. back to the topic at hand. Oh, uh, the can only I also... other thing I had to say oh, was like Ichigo Rukia. That was a good like. They were well written and well done. Yeah, really they had a good dynamic. It made me, it made me, it made me kind of upset at the canon ending of the pairings after watching this. Yo, movie. same. I was like, this I mean, kind of works. I definitely shipped Rukia and Ichigo pretty much throughout the whole series. It made it even just made it, sense. manga anime. Yeah, I get it, Renji. I, I mean, how do dog? How do Soul Reapers have kids, bro? How does that make sense? Hold it, on, hold on, hey, I'm hold chilling on. Out. I'm hey. chilling out, I'm chilling out, I'm chilling out. Yeah, I was but, like, the FBI, your FBI agent's gonna call you up, hey, bring you in. I'm chilling out. Asking um, too many questions. I do want to say, cool thing that happened, though, um, because the ending changed, correct? If you if you remember, for our listeners out there, if you remember the ending of the Soul Society arc, it's Ichigo versus Byakuya, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's where he does his Bankai, that's where all that... This one, it was pretty much what Ichigo versus Renji. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the end, and then Byakuya, because I'm a big Byakuya fan in the series, loved coming, having him come in, step in, straight up, beat Ichigo pretty, pretty damn easily. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he blocked he, his he everything just, with a finger and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did some eyes and stuff on him. Which was then folds into what you were saying about the relationship, having Rukia step in, and then convince Byakuya to spare him I thought that was a cool like way to have to wrap up the arc because the big issue that we all kind of voiced with Bleach is that Ichigo like pretty much always wins from some whatever power up like whatever is convenient for him right Mm -hmm. and in this one Mm -hmm. they actually had him lose to Byakuya and Rukia shows up and that's how like it's a big thing where she pleads for him to Spare him and stuff that, like I liked that. That happened in the anime too, though. Just just it, for clarity. It did. it did. But the fact that they didn't but. have him win in the movie mm-hmm. when they easily could have. I liked yep. it. Yep. And it felt real. That's the that's the best mm-hmm. part of the movie. Everything feels which, real. Which again, they took liberties with the with the way that the movie went. But like Demetrius said, that happening in the anime, it brings it back. And it doesn't feel disrespectful in the changes they made to the source material. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. Mm-hmm. It's great. I promise. It's on Netflix. You, like, you will be surprised. Mm-hmm. 100%. You'll be surprised. The, when I saw the posters for the movie, to end, to end this section before we go on to Full Metal Alchemist, when I saw the posters for the movie, I was like, which, this is how it's going to be, of course. I was like, this just looks like it could be people in bleach cosplay doing ridiculous stuff with that ridiculous kind of lower budget cg because oh real quick after i finish this demetrius we got the estimated budget and amount that they they earned um Mm -hmm. it ended up not it ended up feeling 
like almost like the anime come to life, which is what you want from a series. So, Demetrius, you want to hit the numbers real quick? Yeah. So, based on what we looked up before we started this recording, uh, Bleach had a budget of three point five nine million, which is really small compared to like mm-hmm. what I what I thought it would be, and it made four point five million worldwide. So, it's not a big profit margin. Um, but it's still a really good movie. And if they ever make a sequel, um, I'm right there to watch it. Yep. Oh, yeah. 100% because what they could do is... I'm derailing it real quick. Um, if you... We'll talk about these movies eventually since this is going to be an ongoing thing. But if you watch that first Roroni Kenshin movie, it almost feels like it could be a standalone. Like they take the mm-hmm. first part of Roroni Kenshin and they kind of do the same thing with Bleach where they omit a couple characters... Bleach didn't really do that, but Roroni Kenshin omits a couple characters, changes a couple characters' roles, has the same ultimate outcome, but that feels like a standalone. And then the two after that made it more feel more like the canon. Bro, they took out Cone. I mean, they took out Cone. That's that is true. Loss, but that is true. He's not. Hey, some people I I like Cone. Some people might like that he's not in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's Um, it's okay. Again, creative liberty. But they could do like Roroni Kenshin where it feels like you have a standalone and then they really take the source material and adapt it in a faithful way moving forward. Like it's not like this ending uh, makes it so that the source material is significantly or potentially significantly changed. Like what might happen with Full Metal Alchemist, the live action oh series. Boy. <laughs> or movie, not series, excuse me. Um, so the scale of these movies that we're talking about. Um, Bleach being the good side of it, Death Note being the terrible, the garbage, the absolute bottom of the barrel side of it. Full Metal Alchemist kind of falls in the... It's kind of mid. Middle yeah. of that uh, It's pretty range. mid. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movies that we picked pretty much wrote the episode. <laughs> so we, I'm not saying we did it on purpose, but hey, it worked out pretty well for us. So Full Metal Alchemist, um, pretty pretty mid. Um, real quick, just because we don't have solid numbers, Demetrius, you want to hit them with how much it made? Yeah. So we don't know we don't know the budget for the Full Metal Alchemist movie, but we do know that it made eight million dollars in the U.S. And I don't know how I they imagine, gauge it. Yeah, I don't. We don't know how they got that because it did, yeah. I don't think it was a theater release. It might have been limited, but then they also sell, like, Blu-rays of it and stuff I've seen at Best Buy. True, true, true. So, um, the budget, I imagine, is a good amount higher than the Bleach movie. Yeah, maybe, like, Um, double. Because this movie, if you've seen Full Metal Alchemist, um, relies a good amount on some CG effects. Some good, some not so good. Some hilarious. I thought, I thought, yeah, some are ooh. Some hilarious. Uh, thought, some are I thought funny, Al was pretty decent. Oh, Al was really good. If yo, I Al want was the, one of the best the, parts of the movie. Yeah. I want that corridor crew that does the VFX artist react to react to Al because having watched a lot of these VFX artists react and like seeing how they say one of the good tells of a VFX artist is having a character move around and not be off model like the fact that al is a suit of armor and he moved like a suit of armor like they didn't have him bend or do anything in ridiculous ways i was very impressed by that that struck me throughout the movie mm-hmm. true true 
But um, plot-wise... the setting was dope. Oh, go ahead. No, Dude, go, go yeah. I, I was... On, on your setting thing, I was like, where did they film this? It had to be somewhere... You know, and this is just a guess. I think it looked like it was somewhere in Europe, but mm. I don't know if that's true. It because the sense. the opening scene, like that opening, not the scene where they're doing the trying to bring their mom back with alchemy, but the chase scene where he's chasing the priest guy, which is a throwback to, I'm assuming, the storyline in Full Metal Alchemist where the one priest dude was performing miracles in the town, but yeah. it was with a fake mm-hmm. philosopher's stone. Um, that scene, like that area that they were running through that had the town square and all that, it was very cool looking. Like, this felt like, to me, like Bleach obviously meant to feel like it's in Japan, right? Um, mm-hmm. This felt like it was in a Full Metal Alchemist world from a set perspective, which I mean, later on it was just a lot of like office spaces or dark. Mm-hmm. Oh area. yeah, yeah. I'll get, but, to, I'll get to that. I have my opinions. But the the at least initial settings where they're outdoors, like going around places, looked pretty cool. The um, railways, the trains, oh, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. legit. So, plot-wise, Full Metal Alchemist, it starts with, um, and I think it gives more of a look into than the series, at least right away, compared to the anime series. Um, A young Edward and Al, with their mom, they transmute, like, this toy out of wooden steel. Mom dies, they try to bring her back to life. Hard cut to adult Ed an adult, well, quote-unquote, like, armor owl, chasing this dude through. They established pretty early on. They're looking for the Philosopher's Stone. Um, lots of, like... And, Saeed, you mentioned this. Like, that, pretty much that first half of the movie, because this one is a long movie. Like, Bleach was, what, an hour and a half, maybe? Yeah, like, an hour and yeah. 40 minutes or something. Hour 40. Yeah, and it was, like, two hours and some odd minutes. Two yeah, hours, like two, 15 minutes. Yeah, about... Yeah, in that area. Like, this was long. Like, the first half kind of followed up until um like kind of follow the series up until they go to visit kind of dr marco mm-hmm. who knows yeah. about the philosopher's stone like it was pretty set it was pretty dead on like they understandably again like taking liberties they skipped over some plot points and they left out stuff like alkahestry scar Ishval was like a big Bruh, part of it you're you're missing the biggest guy they cut out Oh, King Fury, major, oh, major <laughs> Armstrong, bro. That's oh, true. My God. Oh, that is true. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, where is he, <laughs> bro?" They couldn't find a guy buff enough. Like they could find a guy fat enough for. Uh, they name drop Brad Gluttony, though, right? They did. The yeah. yeah, I think. I think the whole movie was held in like the East Command Branch. If yeah. you notice that. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the only homunculi you see are. Uh, gluttony greed or gluttony lust and envy throughout the whole movie and just straight into that like the first half of the movie up until they visit marco to learn about oh and you get the show tucker experience in this movie too oh yeah um that is very accurate don't skip over that (laughs) it is very accurate okay correct me if i'm wrong the one thing that they missed did did not when when he turned into the uh what is it called what chimera? No, when it turned into the chimera in the anime, didn't it say it was in pain or something? Wasn't it saying it was in pain or or am I tripping? No, no. The first uh, one he made said like "Let me die," but then this one they knew it was her because it said like "Play with me." Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. 
it was like saying mm-hmm. play with me why'd you hurt daddy that type of stuff okay yeah so you so you get you get pretty much accurate stuff until they visit marco and they visit marco in the original series marco is one of the guys that helped with the philosopher's stone he ends up getting like i think does scar mess him up someone like messes him up pretty bad um, yeah scar messes his of, face up yeah he messes his face up and then at the end of the series he decides to use the powers of the Philosopher's Stone to make life better for the people of Ishval. No, 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 no. In this one, Winry and Ed, or uh, yeah, Winry and Ed go find Which him. Which is another deviation. Yep, deviation. They go find him. Um, he's posing as a doctor in this other town. Lust rolls up, kills him, and that is where we start to get some differences. Right. In oh, this yeah. Series. Even at that point, I was like, okay, this is a difference, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. I was still open to it. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, well, you I guess, gonna go with this? I guess they still do the whole, like, after he meets with him, Show Tucker gets arrested for the thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ed goes to the library to try to find out about, and Hughes helps him, which, by the way, highlight of the mu- movie was this dude that played Hughes. Yeah. Hughes and um, Al would, I'd say, the two highlights. Yeah, fa- fantastic mm-hmm. casting. At least, yeah, for, yeah. at least for Hughes and Al, for sure. Um... Oh, other side note on the casting on the casting um, side of things. Even though a lot of people are supposed to be of different backgrounds, these are all just Japanese people. So if they had like blonde hair, they're either wearing a blonde hair or like a blonde wig, or their hair is dyed. Understandable, of course, but Makes just sense. a thing to just a thing to note. Um, but yeah, like even after Marco dies, they're looking for the like stuff for the philosophy or philosopher stone, and then the whole. Uh, lab number five. We don't get Barry the Chopper, <laughs> unfortunately. Dang. Um, but Rip. ultimately, what ends up happening, and then I'll open the floor to you guys for just general thoughts. Ultimately, what ends up happening is Hughes gets killed by the transformed, um, by the transformed Envy, sending our boy Colonel Mustang to Lab Five, which was a prisoner of war camp. Uh, Ed gets there, Al is on a table, and who pops out but show Tucker? Yeah, that's where the what is going on. Yeah, I was like, (gasps) hello? And then it just kept getting weirder and weirder after that. Yeah. Yeah, so then show Tucker is there, and he's given his evil villain spiel or whatever, but then he gets killed, and who kills him? Lust kills him, and you're like, okay, wait, aren't they kind of working together? And then who does she reveal to be the big enemy? The person that Netflix subtitles calls General Hakuro. But fans of the original series will know it is General Halcrow, this side character ass dude from <laughs> the OG series is the main villain of this movie. And his whole thing is that he let Show Tucker out of prison to make him a giant army of not the best CG looking one-eyed weird incomplete homunculi people so that he can put the hundreds of thousands or whatever of philosopher stones that he got into them and have an army to take over the world some Which very is literally, basic ABC villain shit yeah stuff. but but literally that is the end game part of full metal alchemist they took an end game element and they put it weirdly at the end of this movie and it's general halcrow of all people (laughs) 
this dude, and then he gets yeeted right away. Yeah, and then it tur- immediately Papa, he gets eaten. Papa, and then they ate him. Yeah. I was like, what's yeah. going on? And then it turns then it, into zombie like, movie, basically. Yeah, like Riza Hawkeye goes out and she gets all the soldiers, and they're just like gunning down these things. They're basically Resident then, Eviling these zombies. Yeah, there are some whack at there are some whack um zombie things because all you needed to do is headshot and they're dead. Yeah, yeah one thing is like burning them the up. Head, they're dead. I was like, what? Yeah, what kind of? <laughs> He's I thought, burning what kind them of up. Is this? Your your plan was not that good. <laughs> Dude, Mustang himself. So he gets hurt by lust because they have the confrontation in the tunnel before they all figure out what's going on with Show Tucker. And this man, Mustang, is like burning them up, absolutely just wrecking them. And, and they're then, not going after them or eating them. I didn't understand that either. Yeah, they're just going past I was like, them. why'd they go after the dude who made them? But these other people, yeah. they're just ignoring them. And then he yep. looks down and is like, that one's head is burned off. Shoot him in the head and you win. And then he leaves. The one dude that can just ice all of this leaves and to go fight Lust and um, Envy. Meanwhile, our boy, Gluttony, <laughs> is oh, waddling no. around, <laughs> eating these things. The, the, oh. the funniest part of the entire movie. To this dude, they, I will say, Gluttony was, he was pretty spot on. All the homunculi except for Envy's hair kind of weirded me out. The homunculi all looked pretty good. Like, the, the yeah. costuming in the series was pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lust oh. played that role. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. I can't. I can't remember her name. But it was that. That was all well done. It just gets like side character dude has end game series plot that I guess oh, what was it like twenty people with Riza Hawkeye just gun down all these things yeah. as they're coming out. Like yeah. these things all show up, and then the rest of the movie isn't them fighting or like trying to find out a way to stop them. It's Ed and Mustang versus. Envy and lust, and I mean, dude, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Pretty much. Emotional- Another thing I liked about the movie was the sequences. Whenever he went into the door or whatever. Oh, that was cool. That was yeah. cool. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the door cool. of truth. Yeah, and then yeah. at the end, when you see when you see Al's body at the door of truth. Yep. 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 And you're like, okay, that's dope. Um, also Mustang's firepowers, I guess were like cool, but they were only cool go- once. Let, let's be real. But they were only cool <laughs> once when yeah. he, when he was, when he was, uh, he was snapping lust at the end. I think it was lust. Yeah. It when was he lust. did that. And there was an actual explosion where she was. I was like, that's what it's supposed to look like when he was doing yeah, the, he- <laughs> when he was snapping a couple times and it looked like he had a, a flamethrower. I was like, yeah, mm. I was like, <laughs> he was ah. like, He'd snap, especially like when he was doing, uh, when he was like burning up. Who was it? Envy. Yeah. He'd like snap, and it'd just be a constant stream of fire at the people. Which we'll get into envy at the end. But going back to the emotional piece, that was one of those emotional moments along throughout like the whole movie, I guess, that didn't really hit for me. Yeah, I agree. Because he's he's yeah. he's burning lust up, and then he like walks up to her as he's as she's burning, and like the spectacle is cool, and he's like, "This one is for Hughes." And like stabs her and grabs the philosopher's stone from her chest, and I was yeah. like, even, even the scene where Mustang and Ed and Al are outside of Show Tucker's mansion, 
after he gets arrested and they're all like we couldn't even save one person in one of the more emotional parts of the series uh given what they were working with and what they excluded and included i was like eh. yeah uh, there was there was some parts where bleach did really well in their emotional like how the emotions hit Full Metal Alchemist was looking, it looked like they were trying to hit so many plot points and story things mm-hmm. that they didn't have time to perfect, like, how it's supposed to make you feel. Right. Especially, yeah. like, like if they're looking at um, Colonel Mustang and Hughes, like, he should have been furious that somebody killed Hughes. Yeah, and that whole yeah. relationship just kind of was glossed over a little bit. Yeah, in the movie in it was the it was pretty lackluster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They only yeah. were on screen together like twice. Yeah, and yeah, one of them was times. like a threatening conversation. I was like, yeah, I feel yep. like Game of Thrones ish. Yeah, basically. But yeah, man, yeah. you know, negative points for no uh, major Armstrong. Oh man, <laughs> just and this is where again throwing it back to the Bleach movie. Um, this is where, like, ending of the movie, by the way, Ed has Philosopher's Stone, is like, I'm going to use it to get Al's body back, and then decides not to, and then they go on a train, and they're like, we'll find another way to get his body back, whatever. But the movie ends showing, like, Gluttony is the only one to have survived, because he kind of just does whatever, eats however many of these things, and then... Envy out of nowhere is also kind of alive after the burn up scene. And it's like, what? (laughs) Like, sequel. So even if they brought Armstrong into whatever potential sequel, the way that this movie went feels like they're going to have to, like, the the smaller changes they made, especially, feel like they're going to have a bigger effect on future movies. And the exclusions they made are going to have a bigger effect on future movies. Whereas the Bleach movie, if they were to make sequels, it feels like it could just naturally flow from it. And yeah, again, like the more respectful, like Full Metal Alchemist, I don't know. It was the, some of the CG was okay. Some of it was like pretty sick. Uh, it was very inconsistent for me, at least from a CG standpoint. Also, I don't know if it was Netflix. There was like a weird film grain over some of the scenes for me that I noticed like in the background shots. I don't know. It was... It was good up to a point, and then some of the changes, especially because of how much I like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, frustrated me a little bit. No, I agree. Yeah, it was. It was. It was okay. It was overwhelmingly okay. There was. Mm-hmm. There were problems that you can't miss, but there were some things they did good. Some things. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially the cursed Nina. Oh my gosh. Oh. Cursed. <laughs> Yo, in full CG, that was. That did hit a little bit. I was like, ugh, oh, God. What hit me more than that was the talk, because it's personified with, like, a real little girl. The talk she had with Tucker before that scene, or before the transformation, oh. that oh, hit yeah. me more than the actual transformation reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's an actual little girl. Like, you're seeing. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It... And I guess the Tucker actor, show Tucker's actor, actually, like, he kind of, I thought he did like a decent job, not in the end game of the movie, but during the like canon show Tucker scenes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, especially like you said, one the interaction. problem I did have with I guess Show Tucker and somewhat Ed and Winry was that they were trying to act anime, if that makes sense. And I feel like on live oh, actions, yeah. you should oh, act yeah. anime. Good point. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I've really seen... exaggerated. Yeah, exaggerated. Yeah. Yeah, the reactions to stuff is. I mean, dude, Ed's character was always just kind of like, huh? Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not I sure if I actually like Ed. Do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Ed was. I think Ed was. He, he could have been better. There mm-hmm. was there were certain parts where, I thought he was too, polarizing. You know what I'm saying? Like in the very beginning of the movie, he was cocky. Yeah, especially when he was like showing off his arm and his leg and doing his alchemy, whatever. And then he like experiences the other stuff and he's like crying. But I thought he'd never like really stop crying. He started crying at like everything. And I was like, bro, I I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe this anymore. And they minim mm-hmm. I don't know how if you guys felt this way. I kinda thought they minimized Al's character a lot. I know they have CG constraints, but he was like when they were showing how smart Ed is, I felt like they weren't showing at all how smart Al was. Al's big moment to shine was that, hey, for all the people that haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist and don't know the law of equivalent exchange stuff, here's Al in the beginning of the movie giving like a two-minute dialogue to these villagers that Ed just destroyed their village about like how alchemy works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was very like, I don't know, it was a very tell not show uh way to approach it especially because i don't know if you guys notice this but outside of like making a wall here or there or like making the spear in the beginning for a full metal alchemist movie there was not a lot of alchemy <laughs> yeah i'd agree like straight up even at the end of the movie they were like even though it gets reattached from winry magic Did- did Al really win rematch? Not... They, they had him rip his arm <laughs> yeah, off true. and just yeah, be did... like, "Okay, you can't do it." Did what's his face? Uh, Ed even do alchemy after the first scene to break his arm he... off? Was that alchemy? No, he did the. No, so he like ripped his arm off. So pretty much in the end game, he's face to face with Show Tucker uh, in the basement of Lab Five, which is a POV camp or POW camp. And Show Tucker is like, yo, rip your arm off because I don't trust your alchemy. Like, you're too strong, even though he's really done nothing throughout the whole movie. So he rips his arm off there. And then when the whole horde of people, like, fall from the ceiling, he's like, I have to go help Colonel Mustang fight these people. Like, Winry, because Winry is there because she got kidnapped too or whatever. It's like, attach, reattach my arm. And then the one, like, alchemy thing that he does is... When Mustang is about to get stabbed up by Lust's fingers, he like does the alchemy thing that shoots the spikes out of the ground. And oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. And then he like makes a wall at some point too. True, but that's like it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And apparently, at, at some point. Yeah, and apparently at some point Al saw the gate of truth, but they didn't show yeah. it. He, like, yeah. makes the bars to protect them from the zombie things. And then Ed is like, ow, what? And I was like, we'll talk about it later. But I can do this now. Yeah, it's like, huh? What? Uh, 
okay. Yeah, so. it just it, it just felt even if you haven't seen the series and you were just watching the live action, it just kind of feels like choppy. That's the best way mm-hmm. I could say it. Right. I went to the into these movies trying to have that mindset as don't compare it to the source material, just see if it's a good movie yep. like on its own. And that's the same thing I yeah. got. Same conclusion I came to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's Full Metal Alchemist is such a like kind of multi-layered series, right? Like there's a lot of stuff, like some stuff about religion, some stuff about like government conspiracies, all that. And it seems to me like the movie tried to cherry pick certain moments out of that, like those general plot lines and throw them together in a way that just felt like a cash grab almost like i don't know but it's too hard to do in a movie format i could understand if they went for like a live action series format it might have worked but Mm, uh female alchemist is a little too dense like comparatively to bleach especially in the beginning it's pretty straightforward story story storyline in the arcs the katakura Mm -hmm. town arcs are pretty straightforward storyline so adapting that's obviously going to be easier but i was shocked they didn't include the ishwal stuff at all yeah. Yeah. They glazed we're saying over this that. Mo- we're saying this movie is too dense, right? Like they try to do too much in this movie. Literally Ishval was like, Oh yeah, there was a civil war in Ishval and like Mustang is a hero from it, like whatever. Yeah, okay. And that's cool. it. <laughs> that's it. Not to mention, again, no greed, no Ling, no Greeling, <laughs> no, no Armstrong, no Scar, no Armstrong sister. No Armstrong, bro. bro. Oh my god. Bro, watch. They're going to make a sequel, and Hughes is going to be, since Hughes is dead, they're going to make the sequel, and then Armstrong is going to be like, I have come to replace Hughes. And it's going to be yep. like, oh. Yep. I feel like, like you guys were saying, though, I feel like they took on too much. If they mm-hmm. actually just decided to do, like, the big ending to the movie could have been something like, greed you know what i'm saying like introduce like have lust gluttony and envy in the background doing bad stuff but introduce greed and like make him a super boss fight you know what i'm saying yeah because the homunculi in this movie like first of all you never see fear bradley but the homunculi in this movie are just so like ambiguous as mm-hmm. to why they're there they're literally Yo, even, like even, we never even found out the their movie, motivation did we no. Huh? We no, never found no, out no. the homunculi motivation. No. Even, no. even in the movie, Envy was like gender ambiguous. I know it was a guy, like, but it was still like, I, it's hard to tell. They they were just so like, again, cash grabby, like fan servicey, like here are the homunculi. Or at the very end of the movie, she's going to talk to... Hawkrow and be like, don't you talk to your superior like that? And it's like, what? Hello? What? Why are you? Why are you guys here? Like, what are you? The whole time, they're like, we're you'll make a good sacrifice. Like to who? Yeah, what, like, what, what are a, you guys a, doing? Huh? Huh? Like, they were. This man, isn't the was, future that rules. Yeah, <laughs> this future does not rule. Um, it was just. <laughs> There was so much in the movie and so many unexplained, um, especially with the homunculi, so many unexplained um, motivations 
that they just kind of expect you to like take on is mystery like even the last line that al says or that ed says to colonel mustang he's like yo mustang you need to uh get rise um, to the top yeah rise to the top and expose the mystery behind all of this and he's like that's what i was planning on doing and then they look into the sunset <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> or the sunrise, excuse me. They look into a sunrise legitimately. And then it cuts to them on a train, like, playing cards. And Ed is like, I'll find a way to get Al's body back. Cut to credits. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it was, I don't know. It was frustrating. It but a, not as. Oh, go five ahead. Five out of ten. I think I gave it a six. Uh, Yeah, I'd probably, I'd put it in that area. I mean, again, love Full Metal Alchemist just kind of frustrating to watch something that like had us in the kind of had me in the first half not gonna lie um go that route but it was not as frustrating ladies and gentlemen as the final movie on our list the final movie taking place where was it the great city of seattle oh yeah seattle oh my gosh Mm -hmm. seattle washington uh a nice little Nice little family drama about our friends, the Turners, the the oh Turner my God, family. I, forgot about God, that. I hated that, bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, about he his said, his Turner, adventures. And I said, I want to turn it off now. <laughs> little brothers, like Turner, more like like turn off, bro. I was like, does he have Dude. fairy godparents too? Like, what do you what do you want me to? What is this? <laughs> kind of, kind of. Well, yeah, he does have a fairly fairy godparent. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> just. Just a nice story about our buddy Light Turner in Seattle, Washington, going to the winter dance with Mia. Mia, his, not Misa. Uh, Mia. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. Real, real quick before we dig into this numbers, Demetrius. We don't have how much it made, and I don't even want to know how much it made. But how much did this movie cost? Keep in mind that oh we said what Bleach was well, like said three point three point six five nine. Yeah, three point five nine million. Guess. And I'd say FMA oh would probably gosh. be maybe double that. Maybe double that. Yeah, like that. seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Death Note comes in at the staggering $40 million budget. <laughs> that That is how much money they needed to make this movie. You I could make... Ov- Bro, you could make how many bleaches with that? <laughs> Bro, with you that could budget? make like you can 10 of them the almost. Story. Oh, man. It is. This is ridiculous. Mm. It's so, so bad. Before we so before we bad. tear into this, before we tear into this, I do want to say the one positive that we all agree on is Willem Dafoe as Ryuk. Or yes. Ryuk. Yep. Um, yep. Just full Green Goblin voice sounding dude. Perfect. Perfect. CG fit. or whatever costume they had, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Very pretty loyal. Good look. Good look. Very loyal to the series exactly how i imagine he would potentially sound in an english adaptation and that is where the goodness ends of this movie. hold on there's there's a couple other good things that i wanted to mention. oh go ahead go very, ahead, very go little ahead. very few we got to give it credit we got to give it credit got to give it got to give it credit see it objectively so i thought l uh i think his name is lakefield St- hold on hold on i'll pull up his name lake heath stanfield i thought he was pretty was, good as an l isn't he the dude from um get out Get out. Yep, he's the guy yeah. that got captured mm-hmm. and uh, had that weird, you know, snapping reaction when he took oh, a picture. That's that guy. The guy who looks like Dave yeah. Chappelle. Uh, kinda, not really. 
<laughs> um, he, I thought he was good as L until he got really emotional and started snapping. I didn't think mm-hmm. that was good. I imagine that was the writing and the directing that changed that, but whatever. And then I thought it was cool that uh, Mia was actually like sociopathic and intelligent. I thought that was cool a little bit. It was it was a decent it was a semi decent twist for a really bad movie. Mm-hmm. But that's that's again where that's where it ends. Hey, then it's one all just more bad. Thing, one more kind of positive thing, I guess I would say, is the thing that Light does at the end. I guess that whole ending sequence where he finally actually acts like Light, intelligent right? for once in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't believe I did not believe this light as intelligent until the very end. Uh-huh. So, ladies and gentlemen, Bleach, watch it. 100% watch it. Full Metal Alchemist. You know, maybe maybe give it a watch. You, but you could right pass, now, you know. You could you, pass you could if pass you wanted it. to. You could watch it if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But right now, before we even talk about it, unless you are inebriated, mayhaps, unless you want to watch something that's almost so bad it's good, but it doesn't quite hit that good mark, unless you, you know, just kind of hate yourself. You want to waste, uh, what was the runtime of this? You want to waste almost two hours. <laughs> um, do not watch this movie. It saddens me to think that there are people out there that do not watch anime. And I think this is a larger conversation to have later with upcoming adaptations such as the Hollywood adaptation of Gundam, the Hollywood Cowboy adaptation Bebop. of Your Name, Cowboy Bebop, potentially... Avatar, not, The Last I, yeah, Airbender, I w- bro? I wasn't even going to say potentially Avatar because the team left. Like, they, the creators of Avatar straight up left. So that's concerning. Which is me. a... I mean, that's that already tells you what they're going to do to it. Mm-hmm. It saddens me that there are people out there that when they think about death note they don't think of the manga with incredible writing incredible art they don't think about the anime one of the best english dubbed animes out there very accessible to people great storyline and on netflix and on netflix they think about this live action movie that has Seattle high schooler Light Turner stumble across a Death Note, absolutely freak out when he sees Ryuk for the first time. Yo, like he screamed <laughs> like a bitch. Just straight up, that's, you can edit that out later. But straight up, no, we're that's keeping how he it screamed. in. We're keeping it in because that man, bro, was not light. Mm-mm. That was a child. Mm-hmm. That was a child. It was a simp. <laughs> Yo, he did. Okay, so here's here's where it got kind of crazy. He, I thought this man was the dumbest person on the planet when he said, "Oh, hey, girl that all that saw me get beat up, that I also kind of like. Hey, I have this power to kill people. Don't believe me? I'll show you, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And then they do this whole like notebook romance over killing people. Yeah, what weird. the heck is this? That mm-hmm. was like that was borderline disturbing. 
That was yeah. that was kind of scary. The, this whole the Death Note movie is a perfect example because essentially the premise if we're really boiling it down, the premise is almost the same. Kind of. Yeah, cat mouse chase. Light gets the Death Note. He starts killing people with it. Catches the attention of L. Cat and mouse chase, Light and L. This is the example of how to take a premise, Bleach, very respectful to the original Bleach like source material premise, with some with some liberties taken in a great way. Full Metal Alchemist, somewhat respectful. Uh, liberties taken could potentially detract from it for a lot of people. This is not Death Note. <laughs> At all. All they really um, needed to do to improve it, because Death Note is more so like a character-driven type of story, they just had to make light a little bit more accurate to the source material. And it pretty that's much all they had been, to do. It, it would have been... I think it would have been at least decent if it if that was the case. Yep. Like yep. It is hard to emphasize how much of a different character the main character of this of the entire franchise is in this movie. Yeah, I'm just there gonna call is, him he was, Tim. He was, like, he was like, like Yeah. He, Timmy, he was like edgy. He was like edgy. Yeah, his hair He's was edgy. Whack too. Oh, it was kinda bro. weird. <laughs> He's like, I get to be, I don't know. It was like the archetype of edgy just because I have like a dead parent. So I'm angry and I can do, I can act out and do things. I don't know. It just kind of felt weird. Dog, he's edgy at times. He is scared of Ryuk when they first meet. He, he, there is a moment in this movie where like L and these FBI agent people like are 100% onto him, right? Onto him and Mia. And Mia is like, yo, we got to kill these people to cover up our tracks. And this man, Light, is like, nah, I don't want to do it. What? (laughs) Yeah. But uh, to to his defense, that kind of made sense. I actually thought what Mia did was stupid. Yeah, well. Because I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's hard to. Here's how I feel. So. Between Bleach and Full Metal, those were adapted by Japanese directors. So, uh-huh. of course, they're going to have a little bit more respect and at least pay some type of uh, homage to the original source material. When it comes to Death Note, they took so much creative liberty that this is Dragon Ball Evolution 2.0. Mm-hmm. I can see that. That's what this is. And, it's, and, it, and it worries me. Because there's so many Hollywood Western adaptations that are coming up that might just follow in these footsteps. Mm-hmm. Because let's let's look at the main one of the main relationships in this movie and in the series in general, right? And we're talking Light and Misa and Light and Mia, right? So the different. light and the light and Misa relationship in the original series is one that Light is this extremely intelligent, very calculating, cold, uses people to his own advantage type of character, right? Yep, and, he's definitely he's definitely the dominant one. And Misa is more of a she really loves Light, gets ta- like gets wrapped up in this but also thinks she's helping him but really she's being taken advantage of, but it doesn't really bother her that much, you know? Yep. 
And in Light and Mia, Mia is very much so the dominant, like the like what I said earlier, like we need to kill these people. We need to do this weird romance thing between them. It's it's very not loyal to the source material. And when your movie focuses so much on that relationship as being central to a lot of the stuff that happens on top of L tracking them down. And it's so much, I don't I don't want to say westernized, but no, it is. Yeah. Like westernized in a way that's like, here's a way, like, let's make it a romance between them. Here's a way we can introduce some dance scenes like some prom when they're in high school duh they're no more kids man i don't know it was yo and and i have a list uh, controversy controversy before i let demetrius go over this list there is a train accident scene in this movie do you guys remember this train there is there is a scene in the movie or like there, there are images of a train accident in this movie that happens it turns out that those images of this train accident was real they came from real footage of a 2010 train collision in belgium where 19 people died and the survivors and the train operator came out and spoke out and they were like this is messed up that they're using actual footage of an accident where people died in in this movie like it's not a super upfront thing but the fact that it's there that's a little bit of controversy around this movie too i didn't know that's crazy and um apparently apparently there is a sequel in the works because disgusting somehow they saw the movie as a sizable success on netflix but as of august 22nd 2018 um according to thr a sequel is in the works so, I will, I don't know, Demetrius, go go through it, bro. Go through it. Disgusting, bro. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, I'm not going to pull any punches here, so I'm just going to say it. Um, they gave Light's character an out by making Mia the one doing the difficult killings. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. They tried to actually yep. defend Light, which... If you're watching this on its own, whatever, but if you're seeing this from the lens of the source material, that really devalues who Light is. Light was popular. He was not a nerd. He was popular. Uh, There were multiple women that were after Light and knew who he was because he was intelligent. He had good prospects, etc. So when you take him and turn him into a nerd that simps over Mia, you you really change the dynamic in that relationship. And again, you gave him an out. Number two, uh, there was that high school romance over killing people. That was kind of weird. I did, I did not like that. Um, three, this is where it becomes American. They misplaced the blame on L at the very end of the movie for not proving that Light is Kira. Yep. And they threatened him with jail time. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this is look guys, that that felt really too real because L is black. And they mm-hmm. established earlier in the movie that he had good relationships with Interpol, CIA, FBI, 
how do you have someone who has good relationships with multiple, multiple, very well-renowned crime uh, syndicates and people that catch, you know, the bad people? How do you get threatened by the Seattle PD? Are you serious? <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> um, the open ending with neither side dying. Light woke up in the hospital from his death note induced coma. Uh, Ryuk is laughing about whatever. And L somehow manages to realize that, of course, Light did it through some crazy stuff. And then has a pen over the paper of the death note trying to decide whether or not to kill him. And then it just ends. Mm-hmm. What? So you're telling me the director and the writers couldn't decide whether or not to kill Light in whatever fashion. They couldn't decide. And then the stupid police dad is like, oh, it was you after I threatened all these people and put L in a chokehold on our kitchen table. Of course it was you. Wow. It's like, bro, you st- oh my gosh. This kind of reeks low-key. I know it's a movie, but low-key it reeks of white privilege and the problems with it. Um, yeah. Are you trying to L's- tell me oh, James ahead. Turner, bro? James Turner oh my wouldn't turn his son in? <laughs> he was so blind. I was like, how are you? Are you serious? Do you know the statistics of certain, like, uh, police children that commit crimes? Do you know those statistics? But anyway, uh. and then L was too rash. I do, like I said, I stand by uh, liking Lakeith uh, Stanfield as L. But as soon as, which again blows my mind as a plot point, that Light was able to figure out that, oh, Watari, his right-hand man, that's his actual name. So I'm going to write Watari in the death note after L already figured out that he just needs a name and a face. And that's actually his name. Are you serious? L wouldn't make that mistake. And then he got emotional and he actually did that, uh, that weird chase scene where he was chasing light and all that stuff, which was actually really Mm -hmm. funny to see. I thought it was funny. I actually laughed out loud that (laughs) L was running like that because he he was. I need to clip it and send it to you guys because it was so funny. The way he was like, he was, he looks like, if you imagine like kind of like a hunchback old man, except much yep. younger, skinnier, <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like running his arms, of course, with like your hands in like the knife position. You know what I'm saying? Like he was he like also, running. Uh, on that note too, throwing it back to Full Metal Alchemist, the way some of those characters ran as well, or just like walked around, made me laugh too. Yeah, there's the some, NPC there's some weird stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I'm glad L lived, but like threatening with jail time, bro. Really? Seattle PD, bro. They don't mess around. Yeah, apparently they're overwhelmingly like uh, they have overwhelming power over like you know Interpol. BS, bro. Yes. It would have made a whole lot more sense if it was in New York. Yeah, why Seattle? No, because then they couldn't. Then they couldn't have the the, the Ferris wheel oh, scene true. in Seattle. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. They could have just went to like the Jersey Shore. I'm pretty sure there's a. Oh my God, Jersey Shore. Yeah, Death Jersey Note. Can we Jersey also Shore talk about the of Death Note. Can we talk about the burning <laughs> of the pages as well? 
Yeah, that's a fake rule. <laughs> like, so fake. What was it? And, if you, and if you burn a page fact, with your name, you don't die? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I haven't read the manga, so excuse me if I say something wrong. But there was, in the anime, there was only like maybe f- 10 rules, maybe? There was like other ones that you could figure out, but I think Ryuk had to explain those. Mm-hmm. They had it like was... 200 rules in the thing that he could read through. Yep. And he didn't use and them. The My whole like, what I got from the, again, the whole rule of like, if you burn the page with your name and cause of death in it, you aren't going to die, right? Um, If you people out there go back and read the one shot for death note before it got serialized there is a thing in the one shot for death note that's an eraser and you can erase someone's name and it it will it will either bring them back to life if they have died very recently like within a couple minutes right or it'll just stop their cause of death do you know what was it in the actual death note series this eraser why because it takes away from the tension of the actual series Mm. The, it yep. takes away from the absoluteness of your name being in the death note and yeah maybe it's a western thing like oh they can burn the page so then how is light gonna burn the page with his name in it to save him the main character that nobody cares about right like we started this episode or we at least i know saeed you mentioned it by saying that we went into these movies not trying to compare them to the source material right to a certain degree, um, yeah. Yeah. To to a certain degree. And I would say, and I, we've mentioned it before, that the Bleach movie, and I'm going to bring it back to what I said about the people that have only seen the Death Note live action. If you've only seen the Bleach movie live action, and you're not an anime fan, or you haven't gotten around to watching Bleach, or reading Bleach or anything, if you only see the Bleach live action, you get the general gist of what Bleach is about. Right? Yeah. You could probably talk to someone about the live action movie versus the anime and you know what's going on if you watch the full metal alchemist movie there's significantly more change but in general you get what it's about right Mm -hmm. you could talk to somebody that has watched or read full metal alchemist and they'd correct you on some things and they'd change some stuff but in general you'd have talking points yep with death note you can't do any of that if you come up to me having only watched the death note live action movie and knowing that I watched the anime and read the manga and all that, and you were like, "Yo, remember that scene where Light and Misa or Light and Mia went to the prom to evade the cops or whatever?" Like, no, I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna look at you like you're crazy. Like, like, what type of fanfic are you reading? Um, <laughs> you mean Light Turner? Light Turner, bro. A Light Turner, Light in Seattle. Like, what is oh, this? Oh gosh. Like, again, there. It's. I don't want to compare, and I think, because movies, again, Lord of the Rings, can stand alone on their own from the series um, and be respectful about it. But there are certain situations where something is just so blatantly spit in your face, like, disrespectful. Dragon Ball Evolution being the primary example before this Death Note movie came out. Being that the as king somebody, of, of the vile. Mm-hmm. Just, ugh. I, as somebody that has watched Death Note, or even if I hadn't watched or read Death Note, watching this movie would make me realize something was wrong with it. 
because Death Note in general is a very highly regarded series. It's a very well written, very well um, illustrated series with a lot of high regard. Mm-hmm. And watching this Death Note movie, I would not understand what the hype would be behind it. And when there's a movie out there that can ruin the reputation of a series, and that might be the an audience's only exposure to that, because anime is for kids. I don't want to watch the anime of Death Note when there's a live-action movie right here. Please watch the Japanese live-action movie at least. Yeah, we'll have to watch that one. Maybe that'll clear this like nasty taste out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. It's actually so high key. I think the Death Note is worse than Dragon Ball Evolution because at Ooh. least in Dragon Ball Evolution, I could laugh at how bad it was. That's oh, true. there's some rewatchability with Evolution in that way. Mm-hmm. We've 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 rewatched scenes recently. <laughs> yeah, the Ozaru scene. Oh gosh. Mafuba. <laughs> <laughs> but you can but you see what I'm saying? You can laugh at that. Death Note is so bad that by the end you're kinda like just let it end. Please mm-hmm. let it end. Dragon Ball Evolution has become and that'll get its own whole episode. Believe us, it will. <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution is a meme, right? It's a pretty big meme in the anime community. And I'm sure there are Death Note memes out there, live-action Death Note memes. But let me tell you, it probably offended a whole lot more people than Dragon Ball Evolution offended when it comes oh, to yeah. a movie that, like Demetrius said, you can't even laugh about. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And what that means for with with now a sequel potentially coming out and the way that this movie ended, like Demetrius said, literally L thinking whether or not to write Light's name in the Death Note. And literally James Turner, father of Light Turner, being like, oh, I, 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 it was you, I guess. What? Like, how does how do you even build off of that? It takes the idea from the Full Metal Alchemist movie, bringing it back to that, of change, small changes affecting the story in potentially big ways, and it amplifies it. So how do you take a large, a set of large changes and move it on? It's becoming its own thing where this Death Note potential sequel, I don't know if it's still in production, is just going to be its own thing, right? They might as well not even call it Death Note anymore. So, very offended. They'll call it Die Letter. (laughs) Die Letter. (laughs) (laughs) Please, at least do that so that there won't be people out there that would be like, oh yeah, Death Note, I watched the movie. Like, not a big deal. It was sick. Like, it was I. I don't get the hype, bro. Oh, please. <laughs> I and, and, and I'm again, interested as we continue the series. I'm very interested to see how an Eastern adaptation is versus a Western adaptation, because mm-hmm. so far the Western ones are just bad, oh, really bad. Yeah. And it makes M. Night you Shyamalan's Avatar, Dragon oh, Ball Evolution, bad. Death Note. So and, far, they're all bad. And what's wild is M. Night Shyamalan's Avatar. Avatar is a Western animated show. Exactly. (laughs) And you couldn't even get your own country's show right, which Gundam, bro, people know how much I love Gundam here. Potentially my favorite favorite franchise in all of anime, period. How is Hollywood about to do one? (laughs) How is Hollywood about to do your name? 
one of my favorite recent anime movies to come out. You know, it is, again, I want to hammer this point down, sad and Bro, worrying that there are movies this. out there <laughs> that will be people's only, only point of reference exposure to a franchise or a movie or a series. Please, if you've watched be. the Death Note live action <laughs> and you've only seen that, watch the anime, read the first manga, all, do something all, else. What was it? So your name, they were in high school. In this version, they'll be in college. There'll be a sex scene. Um, oh, my God. Let's see. You, you, I mean, you, you think I'm kidding. I'm sure. I'm, oh, I could put money he's on right. it. He's right. Oh, my gosh. Hey, there was a live-action Gundam movie before, but we don't talk about that. Of so. course, there has to be a party, too. Has to be a party. Oh, oh yeah. There's going to be a party. Um, yeah. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some. A little bit of, a little bit of risque nudity and some body swap scenes. You know, Has nothing, to be. nothing too revealing, but eh, it's a little bit of something here or there. You know. Um. Mm-hmm. Yo. Also, before we wrap up, think about this, dear listeners. Since we're on the your name train right now, how much of your name is rooted in like Japanese mythos? Oh, right? true. Ooh. How are they about to adapt this? Um, and let us hope that it is not like Death Note. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, listeners as of the As long as it's not a fortune cookie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the fortune cookie. There's going to be Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Boom. Oh, no. On that note, everybody... Thank you for listening. If you've watched the Bleach movie, if you've watched the Full Metal Alchemist movie, if you've watched the Death Note movie, uh, all on Netflix, by the way. So if you haven't, you can go watch them. Comment below at Bebop Banter on Instagram with your thoughts on it. Uh, potentially, if this changed your mind as to maybe wanting to watch something, um, or if you agree or disagree with some of our points, let us know. This was a rare episode where we were super nice to Bleach. So shout out to all the Bleach fans. <laughs> Um, it's a dope movie it is oh man dude i might go back it's only again it's only an hour and what like 15 minutes easy uh, rewatch i think it's an hour and 40 but it's hour, still hour really and 40 good. easy rewatch easy rewatch um that being said everybody thank you for listening again like last week happy new year again throughout the month of january uh hindsight hashtag hindsight 2020 you know what it is uh, my name is Wes. I'm joined by my great friends Demetrius and Saeed here. You guys know what to hit them with. To be continued. Bebop don't stop. Peace.